Uh, hi, I'm Nano. Uh, my name is Nano Sosa Diaz. The only people that really call me Alejandro is the government. Um, <laughs> so uh, right now I'm really trying to be involved in the Web3 space as far as uh, building and consulting um, and just really building for the future. Um, and recently I just acquired a, a piece by Diana Didi Contreras. Um, this is my first uh, physical piece from a local artist. And it's my first local artist NFT as well. Look at that. Yep. So this is that's that's why it's holds such a special place for me. Um, and I just received this today. So again, thank you for having me on and just excited for it's my pleasure. Everything, you know, going yeah. forward. I was gonna have her give it to you, but you saw it. So <laughs> look at it. Wow, thank you. Isn't that like, oh, and she did on the back is your authenticity card with uh, the information and her signature and the whole thing, letting you know it's one of a kind. No, this is beautiful. Wow. Isn't that gorgeous? Yeah. Like. Very happy. People don't understand. Like when I tell people her art is amazing, like it's just. You think it would fall if I propped that right there? No, it should be fine. Let's see. She'll be okay. Oh, I know. Beautiful. I got her on Tuesday and I've been like guarding her with my knife. <laughs> the kids are like, can I see it? I'm like, you don't see with your hands. Don't touch her. No, honestly, I mean, um, I thought it was awesome when you showed me Didi's uh, work that you wanted to bring her into the space. Yeah. And I once you showed me, I started going into full research mm -hmm. and just kind of checked out Didi and checked out her story. And what caught my attention the most is that I know I've seen her work before. Yes. You know, I just didn't know it was Didi. I'll you didn't know you. it was her. Yeah. Um, so yeah. She's all Wynwood. over. She's all over. She was actually one of the first muralists in Winwood. Okay. That, so that's she's always been like a pioneer in a sense. Mm -hmm. Because she was like one of the first there, one of the first women street yeah. artists. And I thought that was awesome. And now she's like one of the first Miami mm -hmm. women artists to enter the NFT space. So it's so, exciting. Yep. So yeah. actually on that, I mean, um, when I got into the space, uh, Javi actually got me into NFTs specifically. Right. So uh, let's see. I've been in crypto since around 2017. Um, so quite a while. Quite a while. And yeah. then uh, I got Javi into it with my brother. So we actually were at his house, I believe. And we're like, hey, man, like, check this out. Like, this is a new a new technology being formed. Obviously, Javi heard of blo uh, blockchain and Bitcoin mm -hmm. and things like that. But the one we specifically gave him, he was like, oh, this is this is cool. Javi ran with it. He started liking the space more, everything. And Javi was the one that really fell into NFTs. So the this is a fun story. So Javi actually tried to get me into NFTs a few months before I actually did. Um, he actually, yeah. So, sorry. He tried to get me in a few months before I actually did. I'm not sure if I said that right. Yeah, not I important. think you did. <laughs> okay, sorry. Um, but what what happened was Javi was like, hey, man, like, do you have uh, do you have one ETH? And I'm like, nah, dude, like, not right now. I don't have one ETH. Uh, and he told me it was for an NFT. and my my assumptions of NFT at the time were uh, from my previous ones from back like in 2018 when I first saw right. something called like Nyan Cats, which was just a little cat. I remember and, that. Okay. So yeah, now that was that. that was my, or in Crypto Kitties, those were my first yeah. um, exposures into NFT. And me personally, I was like, all right, this is, this is dumb. Like this is a, uh, this is just a picture and cool. Right. Like watching. why would I pay for that? So basically the same argument people give me every day. Yeah. So they, I thought that was funny and whatever uh, time goes on. And then I see that uh, the apes are gaining more traction. 
am I happy? What's up with this? Whatever. Um, and then I just see it just take off, you know, and I'm like, wow, this is interesting. This is a cool space. I'd be like, can I get more information on what's going on? You know, so Javi, as great as he is, uh, he onboarded me a little bit on to just some basics, you know, because I not the basics, but a little bit more. You know, it's hard to get into the space if you don't know how to set up a wallet, right. if you don't know how to interact with the blockchain, things like that. So since I was comfortable, it was a lot faster, you know. Um, yeah, so I think it's overwhelming for people. It does. I'm very it intimidating. Does. It is very intimidating because it takes your money and then you don't see it. Yep. 100%. Like when yeah. I when I explain to my girlfriend, for example, how this works, she looks at me, she's like, uh, uh, <laughs> what, what else? You know, like, because there's just so many facets that right. that are important. But if you don't take your time really delving into each facet, it's just so much, you know, coming at you at once and you can't do it uh, correctly. Right. Yeah. But um, oh, so Javi, he got me into World of Women, actually. So he's like, hey, man, like, I think this is a cool project. So I looked at it and I was like, wow. So. This is something that I've noticed since the beginning of crypto that I didn't see a lot of uh, women in the space. Mm -hmm. There were, of course, women in the space, but it wasn't as prevalent. And a big thing right now is uh, kind of like a like a bro culture um, that kind of puts women off. And yeah. that's completely understandable. Right. You know, um, so I started kind of living in the world of women community for a while, seeing what was up. And it's a completely different vibe from uh, other NFT projects, you know. Um, What's your favorite part about it? The favorite part is how supportive people are over there. Yeah. Um, I haven't been in there a while, and I'll get to that portion of why I haven't been there in a while. But just uh, how supportive people were. Um, I thought another cool thing was some channels uh, that focus on mental health. That was nice. Um, that's interesting. You know, it's interesting. I didn't it know did that. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. that that's why it's just it's not just a bunch of bros uh, buying and flipping NFTs. Like there's actual communities being built and that are living in Web three. That's very interesting, and that's only going to develop further. You know um world of women let's see so that's a funny story again uh i haven't been there because one night i was like you know what like i'm gonna sell my world of women it's it's time uh i just want to sell it maybe i'll buy one on the floor after because mine was just a little rarer than it than the floor right. um so i go on OpenSea. I, I listed and i'm like you know what like let me ask on discord to see if anyone wants okay guys hey i have this world of women i got some answers one of them he's uh we ended up doing a pseudo swap trade. So the thing was that when the pseudo swap trade, I traded my World of Women NFT and I thought I was receiving about uh, four wrapped Ethereum. When it's time to get that four wrapped Ethereum, there was nothing there. So so you got swindled? Completely. Yeah, no. completely. And that's 100% Is there anything my fault. that. Okay. Yeah. So. No, no, there's nothing. Nothing protects you. No. Uh, that's literally just like uh, me right now. I'm like, hey, I'm the, the, the scammer. I'm like, hey, I want your phone, okay? I will give you four Ethereum for your phone. All right, cool. So let's trade. I'm going to take your phone, but I'm not going to give you... That's it. I disappear. I block you. Yeah. I don't exist anymore. Yeah. Wow. What a learning experience. Yeah, 100%. It's a learning experience. But, so um, how do you now make sure that doesn't happen again? Be more careful because the thing, the, the thing that I did wrong was I got greedy and cocky. So those two combinations didn't that work out. It takes a lot of awareness to say that. Yeah, but that's that's, that's what it was, you know. Yeah. Um, the main thing was after that, I mean, think about it. At the time, um, that that piece of uh, artwork was worth about $9,500. So two days later, the floor shot up like crazy. Um, it was then worth, the floor was, I think, $25,000. So in a span of two days. So imagine it gets stolen. 
two days later, it uh, what almost quadruples in price, you know, three, quad, three, four times in price. Mm-hmm. And now it's, nice. I think it's at like $30,000. But yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's interesting and it's tough. How did you deal with that? That's, uh, that's a rough one. So a week after that was, was very, very tough uh, to go through that loss. And especially since I've been in the space for so long, to get swindled that easy was just a blow to your ego, you know, right. Um, So now just uh, have to just log off everything for about a week, you know, and just went outside. <laughs> yeah. Right. You remember what it's like to be in the, in, in in the, the real life it, world? Yeah, exactly. You just took some walks, um, just kind of breathed. Uh, got collected my thoughts again. Yeah. And got back in it. I mean, I'm going to be here for a long time. I think that's interesting, though, that you were able to come back because mm-hmm. not many people like I know I wouldn't. I would have mm-hmm. been like, OK, forget all this nonsense. <laughs> I am out. This is the wild, wild west. This is no man's land. And I am done. So how did you manage to come back? It's just the belief in the technology and where it's going to go. Yeah. And just how early, because people always say that we're early, but they don't really understand how early. Like this is that's a good point. This is the early of the early. You know, if you want to put it on a scale of one to ten, for example, I say we're like a one point five. You know, nothing. Right. So for those people that think like it's already too, it's too complicated now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's too far ahead in the game for me to get into it. What would you advise them? I would advise them that that's a very silly way of looking at it, because. The only thing that's going to happen as time goes on is that it's going to be more accessible and easier for you to get into the space. Mm -hmm. So if you're able to understand the space now before those tools are available and kind of like sugarcoating Web3 happens, you're going to be in a much better position than the rest of the world, really. Right. Yeah. And now we're seeing all these. um, This like big name corporations becoming interested. Mm -hmm. So that's a that's a huge flag that this is something that's going to matter. Yep. Because yeah. if they care. Exactly. And that's what I have their attention. Yeah. So yeah. Um, people kind of shit on NFTs in general. They do. You know? They're just like, hey, I'm going to right click save your JPEG. Yeah, bro. <laughs> like, you don't have fun. Like, just right click save it. Um, um, do it. Do a lot of people say to you, like, why would I buy something that I can't touch? That yes. I can't have? Yes. Um, and what do you say to them? I like to, I like to say that that's happening now. Like, in the day-to-day art world um if you if you look there's actually i can't tell you exactly the name but there's basically like an art vault in a Mm -hmm. sense um so you buy pieces in the art vault you sell pieces that are in the art vault it's own market in an art vault but um you never see it you never touch it you know you're just buying a listing so what's the difference between buying a listing of this painting for example and buying a listing that's on a blockchain very oversimplified but in my eyes there's isn't you know, yeah. um, there's people that buy that with COVID are working from home now. There's things that are being done that haven't been done before, right. you know, as far as interacting with the web. Um, there's people that buy property online, fix it and flip it by calling contractors in their area using yeah, Zillow. And they or never Angelist. set foot in the, never in the actual in place. Never set foot in there, never signed anything. They're doing everything through DocuSign and other things. And DocuSign is another great point. That's where I see NFTs really taking off is in contracts. Showing. What do you mean by that? Can you explain that? So my my I envision in the future um, having contracts verifiable on the blockchain is going to be the standard, you know. So let's say you have a mortgage agreement, you're going to uh, 
have a way to verify that this mortgage agreement is between uh, user one and user two for a set amount of time, everything done on the blockchain, and it's going to be public. So you're going to be able to see that the transaction and just be like, wow, um, this guy got this mortgage for this much. How about I get it for someone else? You know, it's really also going to play into the whole what uh, competitors are doing. Mm -hmm. It's going to show it's going to bring uh, companies into a more public light at the end of the day. So I think it's going to be great for competition as well. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. I had not heard that, but it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that's yeah. There's just so many things that, that are going to happen. It's exciting. It's exciting. I could talk about it's... this for forever. <laughs> and we will. <laughs> and let's do it. And we will. Um, so let's bring it back to the art that you mentioned. Mm -hmm. What do you think this space is doing for artists? Um, I think it's really enabling them to reach a bigger audience, you know? Definitely. So uh, I'll use Didi, for example. Um, Didi now has the unique opportunity to reach every corner of the globe with her art. Yeah. You know, I am the one who bought this one. Cool. But what if it was someone from Australia that bought it? Mm -hmm. So Didi can now have her NFT owned by an Australian. And that Australian can either just stick with that or uh, Didi can even ship the physical, you know? Yeah, Didi definitely. can ship the physical. Didi can actually give um, the owners of the collection, the, pro the intellectual property rights to be able to do T-shirts and be able to do uh, mugs, billboards, all sorts of things. You can develop that into a character if you have the intellectual property rights. Right. Now, if you're doing that, Didi is in a great position to put in the contract Okay, cool. You have the intellectual property rights, but I'm going to be receiving um, X percentage of each uh, secondary sale. Maybe you can put in the contract that, um, sure, you have the IP, the IP rights, but I don't know, 25% go directly to me. You know, these right. are all just spitballing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, but it just really puts artists in a way, in a place where they weren't before. Like um, on the podcast that you had with Didi, uh, mm -hmm. I was listening to that one. So she said that there's no more. It's kind of like a middleman situation, you know, mm -hmm. that that a new artist is like, wow, OK, I made this art. It's cool. But how do I sell it or who do I sell it to? Yeah. And now you have to, and some people have to rely on a middleman. Now the middleman can be good, can be bad, can be a whole bunch of things. So now you eliminate that guy. Yeah. Um, so many artists have had such terrible experiences because of that middleman. You yep. know, their art gets stolen. Like what happened to you? <laughs> Unfortunately. Um, or they get taken advantage of, mm -hmm. um, or just the typical gallery showing where they take fifty percent of your earnings. That's um, you on know. galleries. And if if you're anybody that's an artist or anybody that uses their creativity in their work, like you know how much it takes for you to create something. You know, you literally put your soul into it for however mm -hmm. long. You know, the ten hours she worked on this piece, like this was all of her energy went into this. And then to have to let go of fifty percent. No, one hundred. That's a of lot course. of like, money. Yeah, it's a, it's something that that doesn't have to be. Exactly. You know? uh, another, we can touch about a lot of different aspects from that, from galleries to music artists. Um, if you want to go on galleries to kind of not have to pay that fifty percent, now an artist doesn't need to pay for galleries. Mm -hmm. They can just put their work up, um, like it's on my website. You know. Yeah. Um, you just link in a separate um, page that takes you to a gallery and you can explore in 360 degrees artwork. You know, it can be a painting like this one. It can be a sculpture. There's a whole bunch of different things that can happen, you know, and now artists have they don't have to pay rent. 
-hmm. they um can set it up themselves you know there's they can run events there there's metaverses that um have let's see parties they have parties uh events I don't know if you knew about um, this was way back when, but when Travis Scott did a concert on Fortnite, for example, I heard about that. Okay, yeah. so that to me, the, when people I did not attend though, I did not either. <laughs> um, but I can tell you that that when people kind of bash uh, Web three and just everything that's being built, Web three is just putting what's going on right now onto the blockchain and making it verifiable. That's all right. it is. That's yeah. all it is. So Fortnite is is I, I always use that as the prime example. Fortnite skins are NFTs. Yeah. That's what I say too. Yeah. Um, you know, to to make it more relatable, like kids are already doing this. They're already involved in this world. Mm -hmm. So we have. I feel like we have two choices: either we turn our back and just pretend it doesn't exist, or get involved and learn and figure out how to make it a you know how to become part of it. Exactly, how to become part of it and yeah. and do it correctly. Because yeah. uh, again, going back, I've worked in projects where. Um, maybe they weren't serious about uh, the space or they're, they weren't putting so much focus on the community itself. And really, it's just a balance. Um, projects at the end of the day are going to be the future of organizations. You know, you can even think of, um, let's see, a charity having some sort of NFT. Uh, businesses can do NFTs, restaurants. Yeah. Everyone can have their own NFT apply in different ways. You know, you can use them as check-ins. Um, right. Yelp, Yelp. If they don't hop on NFTs, they're a little silly. You know, for them, it would be awesome because then they can actually generate NFTs um, for restaurants and have kind of like a achievement points, you know, hey, you got this NFT because you've been here 10 times in the month in the right. last month. So there's just so much that you can do. It's it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. All it takes is pay attention. Yeah. And to build it, because the thing is, yeah. I'm talking a lot of ideas, but they're not built yet. You right. know, so it needs there needs to be people building in the space to move it forward you know mm -hmm. not just flippers people can buy and sell nfts all day but if there's no nfts being built and right. no new um techniques being used it doesn't really matter no the space is never going to evolve that's another thing that i've heard a lot of people um kind of use it as a, a way uh as a way of uh, criticizing for lack of a better word um that this whole flipping thing like oh you're mm -hmm. just buying stuff and getting rid of it like mm -hmm. what really where's the importance in that you're just making a ton of money and it's all going to blow over once you know it reaches a certain level um when i hear that i i don't agree at all that that flippers don't belong here or should belong in the space you need the flippers you know they're not yeah. bad people some of them are bad people but that's uh different everyone you have i mean there's bad people everywhere. everywhere exactly so don't don't hate on the flippers the flippers <laughs> are important yeah the flippers are important for markets at yeah. the end of the day there is markets involved there's market um there's, it's just trading, you know, trading NFTs, trading Ethereum, trading all sorts of uh, virtual assets, you know. Um, again, this is not financial advice, do your own research, but this is going to be the future of how um, value is transferred, right. in my opinion. You know, right. I think there's already been homes bought in Ethereum. If I'm not mistaken, I'd have to I, I think so. Myself, I think but... I read something along those lines. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so a couple months ago or something like that. Yeah. So we're a, we're in a very unique stage in in human history. You know, think about what what happened between 1950 and 2020. Just how big of a of growth humankind developed. So now yeah. it's just gonna get faster with Web three, because again, with everything as far as like AI and virtual integration, 
of uh, payment processing, things like that, you need to have some sort of framework where these computers can speak to each other. Mm -hmm. And blockchain is that framework. You know, right. they can speak to each other. And now you can have them automate tasks themselves and facilitate the transfer of value themselves, you know, just all in code. Right. So to me, that's just beautiful, you know, for the for the future. What do you say to people that uh, are of the opinion that, for, for example, an NFT that's not physical like this one, mm -hmm. an NFT that's worth, I don't know, $15,000, it's not, um, it's only worth that by chance that it's not as worthy as a physical painting well you could say the same thing about just art um you know right. the, how art is right now i mean i can draw a, a picture i can try to draw this picture it's not going to come anywhere near close it's going <laughs> to be a little happy me. face <laughs> yeah. it's going to be a little happy face but stink figure what makes you or what makes you say that this isn't worth as much as uh, the banana that was at um, Wynwood a few years back or Art Basel, you know, who are you to say that? It yeah. all depends on personal value and what the market says, too. Art, art. I think so. Yeah. yeah, it depends on on. I mean, value on things are intrinsic. Mm -hmm. it, they're only what we make it out to be. 100%. Right. And then you add in this case, you add the fact that the obviously the artist is super talented and mm -hmm. all the work that. So now we can build upon that value. Exactly. But, exactly. Um, like uh, when when I saw the price, for example, of this piece, I didn't bat an eye. I mean, that's just yeah. me because I know what it takes to make the NFT itself. Mm -hmm. But not just that. What I where I saw the most value was that wow, Didi is putting herself out there and entering a new space that artists still don't understand. Yeah. You know. And she's just taking the leap, which is the most important thing for artists, in right. my opinion, right now, is to just do it. Just do yeah. it. If, whether it's on OpenSea, whether you hire an actual team, mm -hmm. um, whatever you do, just do it. You know, you mentioned something you mentioned that you were listening to to our podcast with her. And mm -hmm. there's something that she said that, you know, in these conversations, I always try to take something away from what everyone says and just hold on to it. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that she said that I thought was so valuable um, when we were talking about, you know, becoming an artist and how how much of a hurdle that can be, she said, well, you just you do it scared. Yep. And that's exactly what she did when she decided to enter the NFT space. Like and we, we were all excited, but a little bit scared. And we took that advice. You do it scared. You know, you're scared, but you keep going. One hundred percent. And I can even say the same thing of what I'm doing. Uh, I'm doing it scared. Uh, yeah. Everyone's <laughs> doing it scared. It might be. Maybe you're scared because you don't know how to set up a wallet, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, maybe you're scared because you don't know the difference between OpenSeed.io and OpenSeed.com. Or you're scared because you don't know how you're going to make something that's never been made before. You know, right. they're just different scared in the same space. Yeah. So it's still early where everyone can be involved and, and prosper with it, you know? Exactly. Yeah, so I think it's awesome. I, I agree. I think that the the world that is creating for artists for art lovers and collectors is extremely valuable 100 percent. yeah mm -hmm. just because well everything that we mentioned you know you don't have that middleman the artist can flourish and pocket the profits or most of the profits mm -hmm. and people have access to art because how many people can say they have original artwork you no. know and, and not many not many not yeah. many and now you have the access to the artist and now 
yes exactly that's another cool thing you have the access to the artists so excuse me again i'm making uh i'm kind of picking on didi uh i haven't met her yet but i i really want to talk to her about this yeah you know um she can make a discord and now all yes. of her fans and all of uh the people that want to work with her or see what's going on in her life as an artist mm-hmm. now have direct contact with her and she has direct contact with them so she can share stories about her life and inspiration on on why a piece was made directly with uh people that are interested in her work mm-hmm. around the world she doesn't need to host a gallery night or a Q&A, you know, she can be doing this um, right after dinner. She just sends a text. Hey, guys, look, I had this idea for this awesome piece. What do you guys think? Yeah. You know, who's interested? Right. You know, exactly. Yeah. Today, I'm going to be making a, a custom piece for one lucky uh, member of this community. Uh, react to this message to enter the giveaway. Right. You know, I mean, can you imagine like if you think back a couple of years ago before all this, your favorite artist, you know, whether it's music, art, like physical paintings or i don't know a book if you had the ability to do that to like log on and say hey you know mm-hmm. i love what you do or whatever and then have them talk back to you that the fact that this happens now it's just incredible yep yeah and i'll give you an example um that is kind of like the most well-known nft artist uh people so people he can communicate directly with all of uh, his supporters and all the people that collect his work you know he can just tell them what's going on in his life, just saying what's up, um, just just talking. Uh, sometimes yeah. they just talk. It's just it's nice to have a conversation with your community, right? Knowing where they stand, what's going on with their life. So now it's much more personal between the artist and um, the collectors. Yeah. And it's so interesting that you say that because a lot of the argument against all this stuff is that it's making us more um, isolated, more apart, right? Like we're all in our cocoons with all this technology, but there is that huge possibility for bringing us closer mm-hmm. in ways that otherwise wouldn't have been possible. Yeah. Yep. So you can you can give the argument that yeah, sure, we're taking away from like IRL experiences, um, but you're also bringing in new experiences. So right. sure, maybe I'm not hanging out with my friend anymore, um, playing basketball on Saturdays, but I'm hanging out with my friend uh, from France. Who I met um, trading NFTs, you know, where we were hanging out watching a movie in the metaverse. Yeah. Just different things. Exactly. It's still human connection, just with a different medium, whether it be in real life or on the web. And people are scared of it. People are sad about it. I'm indifferent about it. It's just evolution of where right. things go. Well, there's no way that a farmer in the 1850s could see us right now doing a podcast and broadcasting it for other people to see, you know, and communicating that way. They relied on, I don't know, mail and messenger pigeons. And the Pony Express. The Pony Express. <laughs> yeah. There you go. I, I knew there was a word for it. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. You're 100% right. So that's why, I mean, to me, I'm just indifferent and excited. Yeah. No, not indifferent, yeah. excited of, of right. where it can be. I think it's, it all comes down to balance. I mean, if you're going to mm-hmm. sit in a computer all day, obviously that's bad. And just like if you're going to be out and about all day and never home, that's bad, too. Yeah, it's, it's, it's all about balance. Yeah. So, yeah. So I, I think as long as people keep that in mind, it's it shouldn't be a problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so do you have any exciting projects that you can tell us about? So Not top secret. Some are a little a little more secretive than others <laughs> uh, just because they're they have different lofty ambitions mm-hmm. that need more work. So I don't right. like saying it ahead of time. And, of course. You know, 
Um, one, the farthest one away would probably be the, the Doug Mansion. So the Doug Mansion, that's uh, going to be coming out on October 11th of this year. So 10, 11, 22. Oh, nice. That's yeah. a good date. That's a good date. So yeah. that's, about, uh, that's about it for the Doug Mansion. Um, that one is going to be a uh, stay tuned. So the ones that I'm working, though, with uh, Juan and uh, his developing partner, and now we're actually making a team, uh, that one's going to be some sort of live interaction NFT, some live, let's see how to word it, um, not just live, act, live action or live interactive, but it's just going to be different from what's currently available now. It's going to add another level of, uh, of interaction with NFTs that wasn't done before. Right. Uh, that is still pretty under wraps. And we're going to be working on it, but we'll would love to let you know um, because we're in it for the long haul. We're not trying to do any sort of uh, pump and dumps or just be here, sell a project and leave. Right. You know, we're trying to build in the space and make this and leave the space better than we left it. Well, we're never leaving. So, yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. I love that. Um, what do you think about the like some projects, some NFTs that are you know, all of a sudden worth like the monkeys. We mentioned the monkeys. Mm -hmm. They're worth thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. Mm -hmm. What do you think about that? I think it's just art, you know, yeah. it's just art. Um, you can give it value based on the artistic, excuse me, the artistic value. You can give it, let's say, uh, I'll give you another one. Uh, cool Cats. Cool Cats. Mm -hmm. Okay. So Cool Cats is a great example. I'm not in the project, so... If people are listening and they're in the Cool Cats ecosystem, I'm sorry if I butchered your project. But basically, what's happening now is there's Cool Cats. So Cool Cats um, just released a collection called Cool Pets, which is kind of like the mutants for the apes. I don't know if okay. you've seen that. Yes, I've so seen now, that. Yeah. Now there's the Cool Cats. There's going to be the Cool Pets. And the coolest thing in my eyes is what they released now called the Milk Token. So the Milk Token is its own uh, currency that's going to be used in that Cool Cats ecosystem. So the cool I pets, see. yeah, the cool pets are going to be used to uh, accomplish quests and do things to collect milk. Now you can collect milk to upgrade your pet. Um, cool pets, so not, sorry, cool cats, not cool pets. So the parent of the mm -hmm. cool pets, cool cats receive daily milk just coming in, just coming in milk, uh, milk tokens just coming in daily. So let me see if I can find a quick uh, little stat of someone that that use the milk already or have know what's going on but i know you can be generating a couple hundred bucks a day just wow. just from having the cool pet so uh, those, cool cat excuse me is that like a game integrated into the nft so that's the that's gonna gonna come up um okay. it's still being developed and that's the cool thing is that all these things are just happening as we're speaking yeah. you know like we're living in this technological revolution um let me ask so i'm asking in this specific chat uh called the grail chat for 10ktf so 10KTF is a project that you basically mint. Um, you're going to be minting items. Mm -hmm. And those are going to be the items that you use to be part of that ecosystem. But that chat is only for people that hold the item. You know, so it's not just the general chat or um, any other chat that is accessible to anyone. This is for holders. So it's a community that, right. they, you know, they can ask things and... Um, and any questions, you know, you have, you can just be like, hey, guys, what do you think of this? You know, and someone someone's always up because it's around the world, you know, that is awesome. I really like, um, you know, as as a not very techie person, 
I really find value in the community that is being created and just the opportunity for artists and collectors all around. Like to me, that's a no brainer. Um, so hopefully as we help educate people, they can also start to see the value in all of this mm -hmm. because I, I honestly believe that this, this is it. This is the key for artists to gain their freedom and for people to be able to have art yep. in their possession. Yep. And, um, and that's going to be on the artist side, but now another factor that I think is very important is kids, you know? Yes. Let's talk about the kids. Let's talk about the kids. So. Because they're the ones that, you know, know this stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're, they're going to be running circles around me in a year, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, so the kids are going to be the future. They're going to be the ones that are going to take this to a level that anyone alive right now can't even imagine, you know? Right. They're going to be building some crazy stuff. <laughs> yeah. But to build that crazy stuff, you have to expose the kids to it. Yeah. You know, they can't. Yeah, maybe they'll find it themselves because it's on the Internet and kids can pull anything from the Internet nowadays. But to be able to expose them from an early age on what Web3 is and just the benefits that will that that can come to them specifically is just awesome. You know, um, for example, I have some cousins in uh, in Uruguay that they came over. And what I did was I set up a, a wallet for each of them, an Ethereum wallet, a MetaMask wallet, excuse me, that runs on Ethereum. They each have a MetaMask wallet. I sent them each an NFT. So each one has an NFT of a, of a mad banana. Um, which, That's so cool. Yeah, which that was a rub community. Now it has a community access again. Long right. story, but they have that banana. So they each have a, a banana and $20 worth of Ethereum, you know. So, that is such a good idea. Yeah, and and now there's a step ahead of most right. kids that well, just about every. So kid what did you tell them? Like, what did you explain that this was? How would you explain it to a child? So, it was interesting because uh, they're at different different ages. So, uh, the oldest one I believe is eleven, and each one understood it at a different capacity. So the oldest one, when I explained it to her, I thought it was the coolest because she goes, "Oh, like Bitcoin." I'm like. Sure. Okay. Awesome. Perfect. That, she is with it. <laughs> that was quick. She, that was quick. All right. I thought that was going to be a lot harder. So I'm like, yeah, kind of like Bitcoin. So I told her about Ethereum and how Ethereum um, is, in my opinion, a more advanced Bitcoin where you can build apps and do these things. And she thought it was cool. She uses apps on her phone. You know, she knows what's going on. Right. Um, and then I told her, I was like, essentially, this is a bank account as well. And then, yeah, because that's what it is. It's a bank account. Right. You can send money. You can receive money. You can sign contracts. You can do a whole bunch of things with your virtual identity. So she understood it great. Then you got the younger one, uh, the middle one. The middle one, he goes, he was more focused on the on the apps and the metaverse aspect, for okay. example. So I was like, hey, do you play Minecraft or uh, Roblox or anything like that? He's like, yeah. I was like, okay, that's what it is. And he goes, oh, <laughs> you know, it's just, they, it clicks. It clicks so much easier for them because right. there are things in Web 2 that are that are easily transition or easily transitionable into web three now the youngest one the youngest one he was like that's cool like he basically got it he was like oh it's a it's a cool thing he was too young about uh, four uh you oh know my they, goodness. They, yeah, yeah yeah so he was like oh it's cool like like wait where's my banana because uh, actually i had problems getting his banana <laughs> um <laughs> of course <laughs> So his took a little longer to, to send. So I was like, oh, man, like this oh, transaction is going through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, man, whatever. 
So I was like, you know what, whatever, it's the banana and 20 bucks. Let me just here, uh, just forget about that wallet. I sent him up a new wallet with a banana and he was happy as can be. But yeah, and that's another interesting fact. Like if if they lose those keys, mm-hmm. the only other way they can recover that wallet is either through me or their mom. Okay. So, yeah, I was going to ask about that. So how do you handle, you know, because they're kids. Mm-hmm. How do you keep that stuff safe? I sent their I sent it to their mom. You know, okay. their mom understands uh more of what blockchain is. Uh right. she has uh some cryptocurrencies as well. So she understands that she thought it was a cool idea, you know. I think it's, it's a genius idea. Yeah, I think nice that from now on, that's gonna be my go to gift for mm-hmm. all the kids. Yeah. Like that's a great here gift. is your NFT and twenty dollars worth of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And I mean what you can even do is make your own Miami lit NFT collection with yeah. ten thousand and give them all those gifts. You know, just to spread the name of NFTs and and your name. I mean, you beat us to it, but we're working on it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and you get a sticker. Oh, thank you, thank you. But I'm saying just like stickers, you know, it's the same concept. Instead of passing out stickers, pass out NFTs. Yeah, yeah. I think that's genius. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. It's exciting. Yeah, that's... um, And like you said, they understand it already. Yeah, and it's not... If they don't understand it, I can promise you it is much faster to onboard a child than it is uh, someone who even works in tech, you know, like an adult. Yeah. Because I've had conversations with people that work in tech and they're just like, oh, no, um, that it's not backed by anything, you know. So have I. Yeah, Yeah, that's exactly what I've heard. The kids just say, why would I put thousands of dollars in something I can't have in my hands or this is going to blow over, you know. Instead of accepting it and trying to move forward with it, it's just nitpicking. At the end of the day, you know, the yeah. kids, the kids, they get I the banana. Some people like the, co- they're comfortable with the conventional idea of, you know, I give you this much money and you give me this thing that I'm going to hold in my hands and, you know, we can just move that way. Well, what, what gives money its value? People. Money exactly. is paper. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's just paper, you know, money in your bank account is just numbers in a system. Mm-hmm. It's not paper either. What's the difference? You know, to me, in my eyes, there is no difference. Yeah. You know, if you get past the the illusion that that a dollar is a dollar, like it's not a dollar. It's it's a piece of paper, a green piece of paper that you say is a dollar. You say is a dollar. We agree it's a dollar. So we're using it worth a dollar. But now what if what if we forget about the dollars and we use this painting and I say this painting is worth a dollar, which I'm sorry, Didi, it is not. It will never (laughs) be worth a dollar. It's Uh, only an analogy. It's an analogy. I promise. So we're using this painting, and if we're using that painting's value as a dollar, I am trading you a dollar. You are receiving a dollar in the form of a painting. So what's the difference? You know, in my eyes, there isn't. No, there really (laughs) isn't any. Yeah. And that that was one of the arguments that helped me understand everything much more clearly. You Mm -hmm. know, it's it's the same thing. It's all the same thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And you might as well just... uh, Become acquainted with it because I don't think there's there's it's no stopping anywhere. this. It's not going anywhere. Yeah. That's what that, that's what I yeah. find funny too is when uh when some I, I've gone into like like heated arguments because some people get really? like attacked like yeah some people offended. get upset you know they yeah. feel offended and I'm just like look dude yeah. I'm not coming for your for your for your wallet or anything. Do people like, have people ever suggested that you're kind of like stupid for putting your yeah. money into this yeah. stuff? Well, one hundred percent, of course. I mean, um. My parents thought it was stupid when I bought, um, when I started getting into crypto in 2017, they're like, first they didn't understand that, of course. So they were like, I can't attack something I don't understand. They didn't know what to attack, but they were like, you're dumb. Um, 
but whatever. I was like, yeah, all right, guys, like just just let me do my thing. Um, yeah. They're like, all right, bro, whatever. Un invento más. Un invento más, exactly. De estos jóvenes. Basically. <laughs> Another invention of these this generation. Yeah, my parents know that yeah. I've always found random things to do. Like, I remember middle school, I would, like, fix and flip phones. So... Yeah. yeah. I was, like, 11 years old. So they're like, all right, this is just another one of those things. You've always been very into technology, though. Yeah, technology. Because I remember just... you mm-hmm. in class just talking about technology stuff. Like yeah, it's it's interesting. Coding man. and... Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's super interesting. Um, Going back to that. um, And I was like, look, guys, I mean, this is this is just a cool technology that's going to help move things forward. Um, At the time, for example, with cryptocurrencies, what I what I would tell them is like, look, um, for example, let's say let's say we have we wanted to send money to someone in Uruguay. Mm-hmm. Right. We can send it through the banking system or we can they can set up a wallet. We can set up a wallet. And in three seconds, they have money that's instantly settled. You know, um, the way it works now is when let's use Zelle as an example. I might not be 100 percent with Zelle, but let's just use it as an example. Right. I have Zelle. You have Zelle. I want to send you $50 from my account, right? You're just kind of doing a credit and debit system in the back end. It's just, okay, I'm going to take $50 from him. I'm going to give $50 to her. But crypto, what you can do uh, through the blockchain is have that. Uh, settled that transaction settled and finalized because if i send you one ethereum and you receive one ethereum once you get that one ethereum that's it i can't take that one ethereum back i can't do right. anything about that i can't call the bank and say hey like i sent the i put an extra zero my bad you know like and that's a Oof. yeah <laughs> Oof. so that's another reason why people are scared is because you have to be more aware of what you're doing and it's all on you which it's is very liberating. You. It's very but, liberating and scary, you know? Because then you, you end take... up losing an art piece that's worth, you know, 10K. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Honestly, I I believe that things happen for a reason. And I agree. You were meant to learn a lesson mm-hmm. and pass it on to us. Yep. Yep. You and know? I, that's what I, that's the brightest thing I can see from, from this is yeah. that I can tell people about it. And, and you can bounce back, you and know? you can bounce back. That's the main thing is that I think that whenever you enter any kind of business, we're always so afraid of doing something that's going to cost you. Right. Mm -hmm. Because it's not just the feeling of failure. Like it literally cost you money. You lost money. And Mm -hmm. how do you bounce back from that? Mm -hmm. You did. You just got to you just got to keep pushing. You know, maybe I'm not going to be in the world of women ecosystem anytime soon because that's the way out of my price range at the moment. Mm -hmm. But there's still new projects and things that are coming out. So why stress over it? You know? Yeah. As much as I love that community and what they're doing to really empower women to get into Web3, they're going to keep doing what they're doing whether I'm there or not. Right. Good luck to them. You know? I'll support them in any way I can. So... And hopefully you can jump back in at some point. That'd be nice. Um, And it's a possibility And whoever stole your art is having a dark, (laughs) dark day. Whoever that is, you know? Cause... So um, on that, when it got stolen, whatever, obviously, I get, uh, the dude blocked me. and Of course. It disappeared, of course, which, whatever. Um, my parents are like, hey, call the FBI, call the police. I'm like, but they're I not going to do, do, you... do shit. You can't do anything. You can't do anything. You can try. You can get help from the community to maybe find the guy's uh, IP address. and No, not, not even. You can maybe get them to help you find the... 
I don't know, something about him and do some crazy internet detective Because it's not like you could see that piece floating around somewhere, right? You can. You can. I know exactly where it is. Oh. Yeah. yeah well, yeah, because yeah, it's traceable. Exactly. Duh. That was a silly question. It's okay. No, no. So, so think about this all happened in, in a night. I'm on my computer and this is just a whirlwind of emotions and things happening. So I get it stolen. I realize it's stolen. Um, I, I, I start yelling, obviously, and just mad. So then... I'm like, all right, let's let's chill out. Let's see what we can do. I go, I follow where it is, um, and I see that the dude listed it on OpenSea, automatically right away. So let's say the floor was a uh, uh, two and a half ETH. He listed it at two point two ETH. You know, mm. a steal, a bargain. It's a bargain of. He uh, wanted to get rid of it quickly. Wanted to flip the fuck out of it and get out. So yeah. whatever. I see the listing there. I'm like, no, brother, no, no, no. So I'm emailing my OpenSea. I'm like, guys, please help. SOS, please, 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 please help. I'm in trouble. Um, OpenSea has so many requests and so many things going yeah. through. They're not going to see it. That's the only thing I could have done. Um, and it's sold. It's sold in like 15 minutes. <laughs> um, the the woman who has it, I connected with her. Very nice lady. Does she know your story? I told her it was stolen, but I mean, I can't do it. I mean, there's nothing there's, she can do either. She I mean, paid she can, for it. She can give it back to me, but I don't see her having to do that or there's no necessity she didn't know it was stolen if she did i mean damn but right. no she didn't know it was stolen she didn't know what was what happened she just saw a bargain deal of a world right. of women and scooped it up i don't blame her um it's not her first world of women i checked her wallet and she had more so i'm like all right my woman's in a my world of women's in a good home at least you know yeah Someone, and and what i thought was really cool after that is um i don't want to say her name on the podcast because it's very easy actually because she has her first and last name dot eth oh um so i don't know it's very easy to find her if you know which world of women piece i have i had but all of a sudden i because i checked on her uh, that week obviously i was going nuts so i'm just looking at the floor price looking at my world of women seeing if it moves yeah um and i noticed that that this woman kept buying more nfts from smaller women-led collections and really put us our focus on her collecting on projects that support women so i was like all right if someone bought my piece i'm glad it was her and yeah. not someone that was just gonna buy it and flip it she holds it you know and she buys more projects uh that are that's, you know yeah that's so interesting it's, and i thought that was something that kind of helped me yeah. get out of my funk you know I yeah was like, it's in a nice place you know that's a or it's in a better place right exactly <laughs> That's a that's a nice end to the ordeal. Mm -hmm. At least you know it's with somebody that cares about the piece. Yeah. Yeah. So. And and I mean, stolen art can happen anywhere. It's not just in yeah. that platform. Of course. So. Someone can come into your house and someone can come into my house and steal this. Yeah. Uh, please don't. Please don't. I'll cry. It's a one of a kind. <laughs> yeah. Didi, I'm sorry. Yeah. Like I really don't want this getting stolen, but it can happen. Yeah. You know? Anything can get stolen. Yeah. There's bad actors everywhere. But there's also good actors everywhere, you know, right. people that are championing for the space to move forward. So it really depends on how you view it. If you right. view it with a glass half full or half empty mentality. Yeah, it's all in the mindset. All in the mindset. What would you advise to someone that's getting ready to, um, that wants to dive into this but has no experience whatsoever? What would be like the first best step? To... To see what they want to do in the space, you know, whether it be their purpose. Yeah, their purpose, you know, whether they want to be buying and selling, whether they want to be building 
whether they want to be educating because you can even there's people that are out there that yeah obviously they're collecting pieces and things but their primary focus is educating people helping mm -hmm. people set up wallets helping people understand the the dangers of contract interaction you know those people are all there in right. the space right now um that's something i would like to work with in the future as well is just uh starting with like local schools and teaching them mm -hmm. how to operate in the space uh answer any questions they have yeah you know because and that's something we talked about privately um mm -hmm. and hopefully we'll be able to to see that come to fruition but for us to to team up and mm -hmm. you know put our hats together and be able to do that because i obviously you know i believe in education and <laughs> obviously uh, for people that don't know, I used to be a teacher. Um, mm -hmm. So I think that is super, super important Yep. to be able to start setting up these, you know, whether we start off with a workshop or a lecture or a conference, it doesn't matter. But just to to get the community involved. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because like what you and I were talking about privately, when you go to these NFT events, the people that are there are people that already are familiar with this space and are comfortable in this space. Mm -hmm. So we really want to be able to reach the people that are not comfortable in this space, that have no idea what this is, and get them to understand and say, hey, you should really care about this. Yeah, there's no real like NFT for noobs events or NFT yeah. 101s, mm -hmm. you know. Um, another thing that I think is interesting is there's so much misinformation out there about NFTs and Web3 that there's no one directly saying, hey, that's wrong. You know? Yes, like that's I, true. Like I've been told things from uh from people that don't know about Web three and just are looking at things that they've heard on Facebook or yeah. I don't know, on Instagram or friends, and was like, you're wrong. You know, it's a, it's not like like what? What did you hear? I've had a, I mean, I've just heard so many. Let's see. <laughs> your favorite one? Your favorite misconception? The, 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 the easiest one is just the right click save. The, that's the easiest. Like, oh, I'm just that, gonna right click yeah. save and I have exactly what you have. No, and you free. Don't. And free. Okay, yeah, cool. I, li I like that one. That's they my always favorite. say, and it's free. And it's free. All right, cool. So yeah. um, we're so early in the space that that's what you're. That's what it seems like. Mm -hmm. But for example, let's take this for take uh, DDs. You right click save, uh, the file on OpenSea, right? Did you right click save the MP4 that Manny made? Did right. you? Do you have? Can you? verify that that piece is yours mm -hmm. that jpeg is they're two different things your jpeg lives on your computer my jpeg lives on the blockchain which right it's really that is for whatever yeah and it has value it's and, worth something and now it's worth a lot and now you have a jpeg but now i have a nft and i have a physical painting mm -hmm. yeah what's how are you winning in this uh right, right click save war you know <laughs> so um let's clarify for for our listeners or people watching, mm. when we talk about the physical painting, when you uh, purchase an NFT from us, if you're the first person to purchase the NFT, you get the physical painting because our artist, Didi Diana, she always, most, not always, but most of the time she'll have a physical that accompanies the NFT. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So just wanted to make sure so people understand. Yeah. But, um, and that's another thing that's very important to clarify is I'm the first to buy the yes. NFT and the piece. So and we're I... so lucky that you are local so that we can do this. <laughs> like, what an experience for me, uh, for, for Manny and for her, uh, that her first mm -hmm. ever NFT sold locally and to you, mm -hmm. who, you know, we obviously care for. 
Yeah, I'm super excited. Awesome. I, and again, I want to thank all of you guys, you, Manny, Didi, um, just for the piece, for um, bringing another local artist onto the scene yeah. and uh, onto the scene, on, into Web3. Right. Because yeah. she's in her own scene. Um, no, she, yeah, she's, <laughs> she's, she's the queen of, of the art world. Yeah, yeah. So. As, as she should be. She deserves it. Yeah, I mean, the, the worst But it was, it was a dream come true on art pleasure to be able to integrate her into the space it's and i'm like it's gonna be up there on my at the end of my life god willing for a long time on like one of the my favorite things i ever did this is gonna be one of them and yeah and for sure rightfully so because yeah that's awesome honestly yeah um artists in general are scared to go into the space mm -hmm. uh female artists aren't as popular in the space so yeah. You're going to see a rise of them, you know, and I think that's awesome. There's amazing projects and with amazing goals out there. Um, there's some, I'll just name a few just to name them. You can look them up later if you'd like. Or we um, can link them. You can link them. Okay. Yeah. So um, again, NFA, DYOR, some of these after this podcast it airs might end up being rug pulls. I don't know. I don't know. Right. But from what I've seen, things like Boss Beauties are, are great projects. Um, let's see. I, I believe one of them is called Crypto Tech Women, uh, if I'm not mistaken. And these are all just uh, women-led teams. Some of them give uh, funds to things like the Malala Fund, you know, and are oh, doing nice. real. Yeah, some of these. That's what a lot of people don't understand is that NFTs do real good in the world as well. You know, if a charity can accept Ethereum, mm -hmm. an NFT collection can sell out, dedicate a portion of their um, of their of their mint to charity. And now the charity receives a direct portion of that money directly to them, which they can do what they want with, you know? That's right. It's 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 going to be very game-changing, just what's happening right now, you know? Yeah. So another thing to touch upon uh, on that, like people my age, for example, mm -hmm. I am not, I have never been a person to go and seek art. Right. You know? So I think that's another cool thing about NFTs is... Now there's people like me that have never seeked art that are now into art, you know? Right. Like I'm not, I first started with NFTs, but now I'm more interested in art and yeah. local art. It was like a gateway. It's a gateway. It's like, yeah. it's like a, I want to say well, it was that's a gateway what I was drug saying into before. art. <laughs> um, you know, how many people in real life can own art, mm -hmm. you know, in, in, in the regular world without Web3? Not many. And like you said, like not many people, they see it as something so out of their reach that they don't really care to look well, into it and learn about it. Mm -hmm. I didn't yeah. care or learn before, you know, I was like, okay, cool. Art's there. It's not something I'm interested in. Mm -hmm. They can do whatever they want. But yeah. now I actually think it's like, like one of my favorite uh, local, two of my favorite local artists before Didi um, is going to be Atomic and, uh, oh, yeah. and A-Hole Sniffs Glue. Those are my yes. two favorite. Yeah. Yes. So I always loved them since I was a kid because I would just see their work all around Miami and be like, wow, cool. This is part of the community. I'm because in. it was so present, mm -hmm. you were able to appreciate it. Exactly. So, And that's the thing with art. If you don't see it. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Um, I forgot where I was going with the art. Oh, um, listen how crazy this is. I read an article, I don't know where, that uh, NFTs are really big in Asia, right? Okay. They're really big. Um. I did a like one of those, you know, you can check how how many Google hits uh, for different areas. So I searched NFT. The the amount for China was just uh, 
astronomical compared really? to oh it blew my mind it that's was surprising like, me, i know i know we they have this like reputation for their internet usage being extremely controlled and they're they're they they're china is like a joke in the crypto uh sphere for them uh flip-flopping so hard one day they'll be like yo bitcoin's okay then the next day they'll be like, ban it yeah, all, ban it yeah. all, burn all the mining, the, all the mining <laughs> operations, burn them down, take them all down, take everyone to jail. But then what came out of nowhere was like, hey, by the way, NFTs are cool, you know, and it's like, what, mm-hmm. you know, they're bashing on, on Bitcoin and all these things, but then NFTs right. are cool. So it's and just what like, makes NFT so special? In what aspect? Because in I the think f- they're special. Well, <laughs> I, I agree with you. But in like in their eyes, in their point of view, how speak. come everything else is so bad, but NFTs are okay? I think that's more like some political, uh, right? economical thing going yeah. on behind closed doors that, that we're not going to be aware yeah. of. And but I just think because it's art. And it, I, you know? Yeah, it's, it's art. And, and it can be a whole bunch of things. And I'm not you know? saying they care about art. I'm just saying it's really hard to take value away from what art does for a community. Mm-hmm. Whether it's in a good way or a bad way, right? Because yep. then you got propaganda and all these other things. Yep. Mm-hmm. But art is valuable. So it makes complete sense that they're saying all this stuff is bad, but NFTs are okay. Yeah, so I think that's just that's just something funny that's going on, you yeah. know, right now. Um, but another interesting thing, right? So, on a much bigger scale than than what I'm doing, there was um, there was an NFT investor, right? He started off buying and flipping NFTs, and he made a lot of money. You know, he got into some blue chip projects and started flipping those and amassed a hefty fortune in Ethereum. So the guy at one point is like, you know what? I have a lot of money. What am I going to spend it on? He's like, let me go to the buy real art. So he he actually went through Art Basel, and I'll find you the the link of the article. It's very interesting. Uh, in the article, apparently, yeah, we'll link it. Yeah, yeah. This guy, he's going through um Art Basel, and people know who he is because he's a big NFT collector. So they know he has a lot of money. So they're grabbing him from booth to booth, like like, hey, check this out. Hey, check this out. And you know, it's funny that the same people that are like attacking um nfts in the art world mm-hmm. are grabbing this dude and being like hey check this out buy my art yeah you know it's like like you have to realize that it's gonna exist together whether you like it or not so i think that's the key that we're not saying it's one over the other it's all it's, about coexisting they're going to go hand in hand mm-hmm. well like now look at you see this is the, the, that's another reason why i love uh this piece is it literally personifies what I feel is going to happen in this space and what what the role of NFTs are in Web3 and art and culture and everything like that. You know, it's just so many things that just make what's going on so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I agree. I was going to ask you, how do you, what advice do you have for someone that, you know, already has their wallet, they kind of like, you know, they're ready to take that next step. How do they choose a project? Because that can be overwhelming. Assuming they already know how to send Ethereum. Right. Like they've, they've they know got the, the basics, basics down. Okay. Right. And they're ready to take that next step. Because there's so many projects going on. How do you navigate that? How do you choose one that you feel is going to be successful? So that's something um, that I get asked all the time especially people that when they find out that I'm into NFTs, they're like, hey, man, that's cool. Have you heard of the crypto bear 
um, bookshelf club. And I'm like, no, dude, I haven't. And I'm not going to because there's just so many projects out there. And I tell them flat out, be like, look, man, like, it's not, there's, I don't know. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, none of my friends will know. You know, you found right. that project. That's cool. Good for you. Do you like it? You know, yeah. do you see it providing any value to your life? Do you like the community that's around it? So I would say more than anything is just not to go with the first thing that pops up, mm-hmm. you know, is to research things. Actually, this is a great thing to start. I would personally research the big projects if I were starting in this space, right? I would research projects that are out there and have a thriving community, you know, and that are building in the space. Projects like Board Ape Yacht Club, projects like CryptoPunks, projects like, uh, let's see, World of Women. World of Women to me is is one of the best projects in the space, hands down. Yeah. A very transparent team. Um, but... And that project actually leads me to my favorite project, which I think everyone should check out. Uh, it's called 10KTF. So there's theories on what it stands for. It could be 10,000 uh, true fans. It can be 10,000 true friends. You know, there's a bunch of different things that it could be. But essentially what happened was with the world of women that I owned, I was able to mint a backpack and I was able to mint a pair of shoes. So you saw those paintings that were next to um, that story I put up recently? Yes. The so, ones that have like a purple background? Yes. Yeah. So let me go into my gallery real, real, real quick. Again, if you guys want to check it out, uh, it's nftnano.co. You just click on enter gallery and you can check out uh, the gallery I have. And you can see you can't see the world of women because that is uh, long gone. <laughs> but you can see where uh, Didi's piece is living right, right now. And let me show you. Loading up. Let's see, enter world. So these are also 10KTF. It's the same, the same project, but that. Oh yes, I saw these. So um, yeah. basically, you would need to have a parent NFT to, so Wagmi-san can craft your item. Wagmi-san is an old shopkeeper um, that runs uh, the finest collectibles in New Tokyo. Okay, so I like that. Yeah, um, so cool. Another cool thing is about these communities is you have to find us if you want the community to be involved and be part of a story and be part of the development of this uh, of this space. Mm -hmm. So Wagmi-san, for example, Wagmi-san and his shopkeepers, they are crafting items whenever the shop opens. You use again, I'm going to be throwing a bunch of terms that are going to sound crazy to anyone watching, and that's completely understandable. Right. Just kind of hear me out, but do your own research. And it's a lot of fun. So Wagmi-san, what he does is he uses blanks uh, to craft items. If you have a parent, you can, since you own the intellectual property right to your parent, you can put that parent's image onto one of his uh, one of his products, whether it be a hat, um, a pair of shoes, a backpack. Now, with that, you have access to a specific chat called uh, the Grail chat and Discord, which that's is the where... one you were mentioning before. Okay. Yeah. So that's where um, a lot of, uh, well, all the the people who hold the project, they all kind of interact and share news and theories and things like that. Um, I would highly recommend it because the the thing with NFTs is, yeah, the project might look good on paper, but who made the project? Mm, you know, that's true. Because I can make the, I can go right now and make a fake website and do a whole bunch of things to make it look like the next big thing. 
but do you know who I am? You know? Right. We knew, for example, is uh, the team that operates, that, that runs this project, 10KTF. If you look up We Knew, We Knew is, a, is like a heavy hitter team of developers and of people that are in the space. People is a co-founder of the company. You know? Oh, wow. People don't know that. Yeah. People I... doesn't put his name out on anything, uh, anything random. If you go through Beeple's uh, Twitter, you can actually see his reference to this project. It's such a low-key project. That's so cool. Oh, yeah. It's such a low-key project. The floor is, like, in my opinion, undervalued as fuck right now. Yeah. But I, it is what it is. Um, so in April, they're going to be coming out with the Battle for New Tokyo. No one knows exactly what it is. But from the theories that we've been coming up with, it's going to be some form of, uh, of game. You know, and in that game, you have the possibility of, um, excuse me, of collecting new Tokyo dollars and getting new Tokyo dollars. So new Tokyo dollars is going to be the currency that's going to be involved in this ecosystem. Wow. So this is 10KTF, their website, 10KTF.com. Now, it's basically an island floating on a river of Ethereum. It looks super cool. So if you look closely into that picture, each section is an actual project. So there's a section for the Board Ape Yacht Club. There's a section for World of Women. There's a section for Cool Cats. There's a section for, uh, let's see, Wolf Game. You know, these are all, in my opinion, blue chip projects. So the standards of NFTs, you know, that people look mm -hmm. up to, all living on the same map. Isn't that interesting that all these highly esteemed projects are associated with a company that is founded by the likes of Beeple, uh, right. Michael Biggie. These are all big names. Guy Ossieri. Guy Ossieri, people don't know, is involved in here. Guy Ossieri, he actually um, is big in bringing Board Ape Yacht Club and now World of Women to more a larger audience, right. you know? So, again, I would check that out just to see what projects can do and what stories can be told with NFTs. Right. Um, that one, at the end of the day, is basically a pure story where you're along for the ride getting things as well um we were airdropped materials and tools to build things you know it's just so creative how they do everything that is so cool you know check it out so, because it's awesome yeah that is really cool so i'm going to ask you the big question that everyone seems to to have their mind on how how do you make do money on nfts <laughs> because we all okay. love art yeah, we yeah. all love the whole thing, but at the end of the day, we need money. Of course. Of How course. do we do it? So there's just so many ways. I mean, uh, I know Javi brought it up uh, last time he was on, mm -hmm. is to be a moderator, for example, you know, on a Discord server. That's a way you can get involved in the space, just helping uh, teams organize things and making sure the content isn't, like, not safe for work, you know? Right. Um, some random person coming in and spamming porn, you know, that's not a good look. So for sure, no, that's scary. <laughs> and, Please don't do that. And, and that's why, you know, that's why it's important. And people don't understand the value that moderators bring to discord is that, yes, it, it's the Wild West, but you don't know how wild that West can get if mm -hmm. you don't have these people uh, helping out and, and kind of putting order into these communities. Um, let's see. So how do you make money? It depends what you want to do. Are you trying to make money as an artist? Are you trying to make money right. as a creative? what if I am just a collector? Or an investor, right? Like, okay. I like art. I have some money I want to invest in. How do I make my money grow? It all depends on what your budget is. Because there's projects that 
you can get into for a hundred dollars that maybe you get something in return but mm. i wouldn't see anything coming from that but there are projects out there that the barrier for entry is two hundred thousand right. dollars and that barrier for entry does give you passive income in the form of that project's token so to explain it a little a little more simply just using examples right let's say i start a project um the coffee mugs so the coffee mugs there's 10,000 coffee mug nfts right those 10,000 coffee mugs are um, the cheapest coffee mug you can get is one ethereum it's about $3,000 at the moment with that uh nft we guarantee you that you will be getting 100 um 100 coffee beans a day okay. from staking your NFT into our ecosystem. So now I bought the coffee NFT and I stake it to then collect 100 coffee beans a day. Now, the coffee beans is where the, the value that you're talking about is, is created in a sense. I don't know how to really put it, but what what's happening is those 100 coffee beans, let's attach a US dollar value to it. Mm-hmm. Let's say each coffee bean is a dollar. That means this coffee nft that i staked is bringing me a hundred dollars a day in revenue because i'm getting a hundred coffee beans which i then sell for a dollar each right i see so there's just many many ways that you can 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 i for example can i purchase an nft that happens to do really well it blows up can i become wealthy out of that you can yeah yeah Yeah. yeah. i mean that that's still possible too you know, um, but that's not a, an example I like to give. Right. It's not realistic. It's not I realistic. Think. It's yeah. not realistic. But I think that's one of the, the downsides that the media has really shown mm-hmm. a light on that side of it. So a lot of people feel like, well, I mean, it, that's not sustainable because how many people can really do that? So mm-hmm. this thing's going to just, it's going to explode and not in a good way. You know, yeah. it's going to dissipate and, because mm-hmm. that's not not really a reality that you can buy an nft and all of a sudden become a millionaire yeah yeah and that's the reality um and a good thing a good point that i think i saw with uh that gary v brought up once right mm-hmm. just think about what happened to me with the uh, world of women yeah. there's kids under 18 you know kids that just said fuck it i want to buy this cool monkey they bought this cool monkey and now that kid has a higher net worth than his parents mm-hmm so now he's like, oh, shit, I'm a genius, you know, <laughs> like, whoa, I'm just going to buy every NFT out there. He starts buying every NFT. I've been in the space since 2017, so I know what a crypto winter is. Mm. That, that's where things go bad and people get sad and yeah. bad things happen. And that's so, when they go, I told you this was going to go down the drain. So now imagine you're a 14 year old kid and you've been going, oh, look, oh, look, I'm the shit. I'm the shit. You know, like, look at all this money I have. And now your ape is worth zero. How does that make you feel as a kid? You know, like I mean, as an adult, I would be devastated. Imagine imagine as a a kid, you know, they're not emotionally equipped to handle something like that. I can tell you that if what happened to me happened to me when I was fourteen, it'd be a completely different scenario. For sure, it wouldn't be a one week depression and then I bounce back. Yeah, who knows? You know. Yeah, and that's what I think people have to be very careful with and go come into the space, not expecting to. Buy something for a hundred dollars and then it'd be worth a hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. If you want to think about it that way, I mean, that's on you, but that's not realistic. You know, yeah. you need to, in my opinion, not financial advice, do your own research. In my opinion, you need to hedge your bet against what the NFT will provide, whether it be uh, the community. Is that what you cherish? 
do you cherish the utility that comes along with it? Whether that be in the form of a physical painting mm -hmm. or uh, royalties on the whole collection being sold. Let's see, the art itself. Maybe you don't like the art. You know, I've come across projects where everything's cool, but the art, I'm just like, eh. you know, it yeah. doesn't excite me. Right. There's other projects that the art is like, whoa. And then you're like, okay, so it's cool art. What else? You know? So right. it just depends what you're in the market for and what you want to do. Um, making money is there. You just have to find Do where. you think this is a smart uh, space for people to invest their money into? Well, Web3, yes. Mm -hmm. NFTs, eh. Because it's still so early. Um, and if you don't understand it, I wouldn't recommend it at first. Unless you have mm -hmm. someone guiding you and helping you. You know? And really uh, guiding you in the right direction. Um, now, if you're talking about cryptocurrency investing, I think that's something that everyone should be doing. Mm -hmm. uh, going back to the example of uh, setting up the wallet for my cousins. Yeah, I send them an NFT, but I think the most value wasn't in the, in the NFT. It was in the Ethereum that they have. Mm -hmm. Because now they have $20 in Ethereum, which maybe in the future is worth, those $20 is worth $100. Who knows? Good for them. But that wasn't my intention, is the fact that they know they own $20 worth of Ethereum. So now they're like, damn, what's Ethereum? You know, that's my hope. Right, that you've they, sparked that. That's what I you hope. You know, you've initiated. Mm -hmm. it, it's a version of when I was a kid and your parents uh, gave you your first savings account, you yes. know? Yeah. And then you're all of a sudden you're interested in, wait, how does this work? So if I put money in there, it stays safe, you know, and it grows. Mm -hmm. So I, I totally get it. And I think that what you did is, well, I told you, I'm stealing that idea. Yeah, yeah, steal away. <laughs> and I hope everyone that's listening to this podcast steals it. Exactly. I don't even want credit. I just want you to steal it. Steal yeah, it all, I think all the way. Make it better, Yeah, I think it's such a good idea. Please. You know, it's, it's such a, a fun, safe way to get them involved exactly. into and, what's going on. And worst case, I mean, you don't have to set them up with a, with a world of women that's worth $40,000, you know? No, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do <laughs> no. that. They're going to lose their seed phrase. You're going to lose their seed phrase. Yeah. Set them up with, uh, go on OpenSea. Uh, this, actually, this is, uh, this is some advice I can give. Go on OpenSea, find an artist that you like, or go on Instagram and find a local artist that just made their way into the NFT space or an artist that you like. Find them. Okay, cool. Uh. I like Didi's work. Let me go on OpenSea and see if Didi has an NFT. Didi has an NFT. Oh, wow. Um, let's see. This NFT is in my price range. Let me just get it, you know? Now, not only are you collecting a cool piece of work from an artist you like, that artist is receiving direct support from you. Exactly. You know, that's what people don't understand. Don't, don't see the value in either. The artists have to receive some sort of support. Mm -hmm. You know, the artists don't work for free. Yeah. Like, I think that's what I love so much about the space. It's what's doing for, you know, and we're rehashing the same thing, but it's what's, mm -hmm. what it's doing for the artist. No. Can you imagine that they won't be that phrase, you know, no more starving artists, you know, yep. from now on, that's it. Like you can actually fulfill your, your purpose in art and not have to starve. Yep. Exactly. And just, uh, and, and be your own, be your own art manager. I don't know if that's yeah. the right thing, you know, yeah. but I, I think it's cool even that. Artists have the ability to to get their work out as in whatever medium they want, you know, whether mm -hmm. it be online, whether it be on street murals, whether it be on canvas, whatever right. they want to do. And any kind of artist, you know, if you're a photographer, your your photographs, if you're a poet, your poetry, mm -hmm. it's um, I, I I don't know, I'm a fan, obviously. 
So let me tell you this this uh, project that I think is super cool, um, just to show some possibilities in the space. So there's this uh, project called The Ringers um, by Dmitry uh, Cherniak, I believe is his name. I could be butchering it. I'm sorry, Dmitry. Um, so he's The Ringers collection. It's like, I think a collection of a thousand, a small collection. Last I checked the floor, it was like 40 ETH. I think that's right now about $120,000. So very popular collection, you know, it's got volume, but it's beautiful artwork that he makes and he digitally generates, like codes it and generates it. So whatever, I, I found that, I found that separate project he was making recently called the Dead Ringers. So there's Ringers, then there's the Dead Ringers. I bought the, um, the piece that, that he released online, right? That's how I found out about the project. What he did with that project was on from January 1st to January 31st, he made a, a dead ringer NFT each day, right? On January 31st, no, sorry, each day he made that NFT. He also sent it to a random wallet. There's 160 quadrillion random wallets available at the moment. So he did that each day from January 1st to January 31st. Someone got it. Cool. They got it. But the chances are like almost impossible, you know? Um, so at the end of that, he compiled all of those dead ringers into one image. Then he minted that he got that, he made that image available to mint. So the mint size, you know how there's a thousand, 10,000, this was 160 quadrillion. Mm -hmm. The amount of wallets that are possible is the amount of mints that could happen. Right. So basically it's endless. The amount of mints that were made, um, it was minted for 0 0.05 Ethereum. And about 23,000 were minted. All of that money went directly to a food bank in New York City. Oh, wow. I think it was about $3 million worth of meals, enough to feed New York for like a year. Something crazy that's like amazing. that. That's amazing. So, yeah. Um, and that's, it, it, you, if you go in my gallery, you can see it. It's going to be in the back. Um, okay, that's I'll that make piece. sure. I, I'm, I think I've seen it, but I didn't know the history behind that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, love every, that. Yeah, every piece I have in there has some sort of meaning. Uh, even the room with the bananas right the room with the bananas was one of my first nfts where i lost a good amount of money on um because the the team just disappeared oh no yeah so they basically made 450 ethereum so they made a nice yeah. chunk of change they, yeah made a nice chunk of change and they just left they and left, left the community dry oh, so sad. it's sad and it happens yeah. but but that's why i keep them there as a reminder like hey you know it is what it is you know it's the community's still there and they actually just regained control of the oh, project that's awesome so they contact they finally were able to contact the developers the developers went mia like six months they just disappeared off the face of the planet the owner um and i guess the community just pressured them enough that they were like you know what well sorry that we took all that money but here take it and have fun so that not is... not the money sorry the, no the, 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 right, the project uh-huh so that's what's going on now and i think that's cool so i call that my rug room because yeah. <laughs> uh when you get rugged means like they took your money and just left Right. So that's my rug room, and um, that rug room's gonna stay there for a bit until I can find some more pieces. But again, every piece I have there is important to me in some way. Um, yeah. That is awesome. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Please remember to like and subscribe to help our channel grow.